Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let Me Fill You In, an extension of Phil at the Movies. This is the eighth installment, and I want to begin by saying thank you for tuning in. As always, your support means the world to me, and I consider each and every one of you who tunes in to these shows to be a friend. So again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, uh, a lighter show for you this week, though I do have two films to recommend. The first one is a more recent movie that came out just actually a couple weeks ago, and the second is one from 2017, uh, 2017 that just recently came to my attention. But first, going to start with some movie news. Last week, the Cannes Film Festival got underway, and we've seen some early reactions to some of the films coming out in the next couple of months and later on this year. The first big takeaway, and really the one that has captivated uh, my imagination and certainly held my my, uh, attention, is the impressive reaction to Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, this is, full disclosure, one of my most anticipated films for the year. And and for those of you who may not be aware of of the film, it is based on a true story. It, It tells... What happened to the Osage tribe who were murdered in 1920 after oil was discovered on their land? And already, just from the the premiere, if you will, at, at the festival, the film is receiving rave, rave reviews, including praise from the Osage tribe who have said it has done a lot to restore trust in their eyes. And they have really heralded their praise towards Martin Scorsese and the entire team, but particularly Scorsese for his attention to detail and, frankly, his willingness to tell this story. And I will include in the show notes this great article that I believe it was either in The Hollywood Reporter or, or Vanity Fair, but I will, I will uh, include it in the notes. But as I said, uh, just rave reviews, not only for Scorsese's direction, but uh, Lily Gladstone is already receiving Oscar buzz for her role in the film. And and there's sort of an interesting story that that I was made aware of in my in my uh, you know prep for this particular show. She very much considered giving up acting altogether as a profession, and and. It only changed once she received a, a, a call and a, and a request to have a, a Zoom meeting with Martin Scorsese. And, I mean, you know, one thing led to another, and now she's uh, involved in, in what is certainly uh, likely to be a, an, an awards-heavy film. But, but in addition to that, because not that awards necessarily mean uh, everything, you know, the be-all and end-all, but this is a, a well-received film right out of the gate and and to be to be elevated in that conversation is just a it's just a great achievement for her so i'm i'm hoping that uh this this is a great uh trajectory for her career but the film looks fantastic just from a a visual standpoint to say nothing of what i'm sure will be a, a storytelling component the trailer dropped last week and and just we're getting a hint just a glimpse of the performances from Leonardo DiCaprio, as I mentioned, Lily Gladstone, but to Robert De Niro. I mean, it's, it is a stacked all-star cast. And, of course, when you have Martin Scorsese as, as the director, y- you know he has, he's cooking up something good. I mean, the, the words uh, cinematic and, and genius 
are, are, are certainly associated with him at this point. He's the greatest living director, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but but the, the pains that he has gone to to tell what is frankly an unvarnished showing of, of how cruelty and ugliness can sometimes be hiding in, in plain sight. And I, I applaud him for, for having the guts to tell this story because it, it is not a, a flattering uh, account, but, but he is certainly willing to, to go to great lengths to make sure that it is accurate and not given a, a Hollywood gloss over, if you will. This is, a, this is the real deal. And so I, I'm looking forward to this film just from a story and, and a, a, a historical standpoint, but uh, I have no doubt that the performances are going to be out of this world. And just to sort of cap cap it off, the uh, the film received a nine minute standing ovation after it had been shown at the festival. Now, have to have to uh, take all of this with a with a pinch of salt, of course, because conversely, Indiana Jones uh, also received uh, f- uh, tremendous applause, and, and that film is uh, receiving mixed reviews at at best. Though I, I don't think when it comes to Scorsese, he has to prove his his mettle. He is arguably, as I said, one of the greatest living directors, uh, and, and this film is certainly poised to be in contention for one of his greatest works, just based on. All of its all sort of the behind the scenes effort that's been uh, that, that's been revealed and and again just from a trailer perspective the film looks like a certified masterpiece so I'm I'm looking forward to it with with great anticipation and I will be no doubt covering uh, the film at some point either on on this show or on. Uh, uh, the other one on on Fridays, but uh, definitely one to watch, and I recommend you watch. Uh, check out the trailer if you're interested, because it it, it just it just blew my mind, and and, and I mean to use a, another cliche, it it took my breath away. It, it's just so riveting, and and just it, it, that's what I love about about films is that they can connect with you on such an emotional and and, and frankly gut level, and. Certainly, you know Scorsese you know, doesn't have to doesn't have to prove his chops in in my eyes, but uh, I, I'm certainly looking forward for, uh, to this film. It's been a long time coming, and, and now knowing that it's going to be released uh, in theaters, even though it's it's being distributed through through Apple, I think that's all the better because the more these kinds of films can be shown on the big screen to the widest, largest audience possible is, is a major win. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely a great time. All the way around, definitely a, a tremendous response uh, from the festival. But um, what else was there? I, you know, I did mention the Indiana Jones uh, Dial of Destiny, which is coming out next month, and that also had its premiere at the festival. And, and certainly an, uh, an odd um, venue, I, I think, for a movie like that to premiere at such a, a prestigious festival but um the the reviews to the film that have been released thus far have been uh fair at best now i certainly don't let reviews uh inform or or uh you know d- discourage my opinion or, or takes on, on any on any movie but it is certainly um it is certainly telling to to some uh, to some level, but uh, I, I would just say to anyone, you know, if you are an Indiana Jones fan and you're discouraged by the early reactions to the film, I, w- I would say, see the movie for yourself. That is the only way to judge something. Don't assume one way or the other. Watch the movie for yourself. That's 
my uh, my best advice I can give you on this uh, particular Wednesday. And uh, before I get to the uh, the main topics of today's today's show, uh, one last uh, bit of news regarding the Flash. Uh, there was another test screening, uh, if you will, that was held this past Monday at various cities around the country, and it was nowhere in in my neck of the woods. So I uh, I wasn't one of the lucky ones, but uh, it has been seen at various spots around the country, and and. Sort of like CinemaCon, where a lot of folks came out raving. The reviews, again, that are starting to trickle out are tremendous. Nothing nothing specific, no, uh, no spoilers, if you will, though I'm sure if you went looking, you could find them. But once again, folks are calling this movie one of the best comic book films ever made. And again, try not to let all the uh, the hype uh, seep in, but it's definitely uh it's definitely reaching a fever pitch and and now it's not just necessarily uh established film critics, a lot of uh friends of mine have now had a chance to see the film and and their their reactions are are tremendous. And so the hype is is building. I I was able now to finally get my uh uh my tickets reserved. They're doing a special fans first event on on June 12th. So I'm going to be seeing it June 12th in IMAX. I've got the tickets already already purchased. So uh, my reaction will be forthcoming. But uh, th- this is another one of those movies where it's it's kind of hard to. To, to, to overstate just the, the magnitude of it, because certainly it's been a, a film that's had a, a troubled production, to say the least, but uh, certainly the, the return of, of Michael Keaton as, as Batman is generating a lot of interest and, and overall hype in this film. So stay tuned. I'm sure I'll be uh, talking about this film more in the coming weeks. And if you uh, follow my uh, my other podcast that I co-host with uh, my two friends, Anthony Caruso and Chris Evans, DC Unlimited, we'll be covering that. Uh, as well as, and uh, we do actually have a new show out where we talk all things uh, Supergirl uh, and even discuss the original uh, Supergirl movie from 1984. So if that is uh, that is your uh, your interest, if you're uh, if you're a DC fan, if you uh, if you haven't had your fill of me, uh, you can certainly check out that uh, that podcast, and I'll leave all that in the show notes. But uh, now on to the uh, to the main point, the main you know what what you've probably come to hear for the most. Uh, to hear my reaction onto some uh, some new films, so I finally had a chance to watch over the weekend this movie called Sisu, and it's a recent film as I mentioned, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's it's bloody, it's uh, it's action packed, but it has a lot of heart in the film, and it's set during World War II, and it follows this ex-soldier who, after discovering some gold in in the woods. Uh, has to you know, fend off a a brutal force of not of Nazi soldiers who are who are after him, and he is determined to keep his gold and and to take out uh, any Nazi who crosses his path. I mean, it's not reinventing the wheel in terms of an action film, but but it, the the visuals are great, and like I said, it, it's sort of a, it's a beat for beat doesn't doesn't let up from the moment the film starts, but 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 a lot of heart. In it as well, so it's not all uh, not all not all blood and guts, if you will. But uh, it's definitely one of those films that sort of slipped uh, uh, below the radar for me. But I just uh, managed to catch it uh, and, and and thoroughly enjoyed it. So if that is your 
That is your, uh, your your cup of tea. I'd say this is definitely uh, something to, to check out. The other film that uh, I actually watched just the other night uh, is from 2017, and it's called Ingrid Goes West, and it stars Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza. And talk about a timely movie because it sort of takes on the social media age that we currently find ourselves in and sort of themes of loneliness and projecting oneself on the lives of others or, or living vicariously, if you will, through those you see on Instagram, for example. And, and, and it just felt, it felt very, felt very real, even, even though much of the, the film kind of, you know, takes an exaggerated, almost a you know, black comedy approach to it. Uh, the, the, the themes and the, the characters felt like stuff that you know we see in the headlines uh day to day now the plot of the film involves um plaza's character ingrid who after a personal tragedy and a brief period being uh, institutionalized she decides to uh, pack up her things and head to sunny california and attempt to befriend uh, an instagram influencer played by elizabeth olsen who she just happens to be following on the app and and you can kind of guess from from that uh that that exploit that that it goes as you would expect uh this is this is a dark comedy there there are some some generally funny moments but it's it's sort of in the in just sort of the dark um you know kind of ethers of 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 humanity but uh the 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 performances are are killer and as i mentioned there's a there's a resonance to this film that is certainly alive and well even though it was made in 2017 2017 it really feels like the uh the 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 challenges we're dealing with when it comes to social media when it comes to loneliness when it comes to even imposter syndrome it's all very real and very 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 palpable uh and so this film felt like it was in some ways almost more of a documentary than than a than a straightforward uh, piece of fiction but uh i definitely i definitely enjoyed it and would would recommend it because it's i mean just from a performance standpoint it's it's Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Plaza and and, uh, and Olsen are are just incredible in it. And again, the, the, the movie has something to say, and it really digs into that whole idea of loneliness and, and trying to to be somebody, and how what appears on the screen may not always be reality. So it it, it felt very it felt very timely, and it, and it was speaking to an audience which is 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 still very much uh around today like it, it doesn't feel dated i guess is how i would i would close out but uh yeah two films sisu and uh ingrid goes west definitely <laughs> polar opposites in terms of movies uh to recommend this week but definitely ones that i think are worth your your time and and, and both are are well made and executed and that's something i was trying to Try to bring in the show. I want to recommend films that, that I think really hit their hit their mark and and will be worth your time to watch. Because I mean, certainly watching a movie is is a is a commitment. You know, you're it's not just oh I'll kill two hours with with a, with a a piece of crap. I mean, nobody wants to go watch a bad movie. At least I certainly don't want to watch a bad movie. But uh, I definitely you know I try to you know pick and choose and, and cultivate films that uh, are. are you know, topical on one hand, but can also be uh, entertaining on the other, and and so that's that's sort of the best way I think to 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 approach any 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 given uh, any given movie situation. But 
That does bring me to uh, my uh, my cinematic quote of the week, and it comes uh, from from Martin Scorsese. And I just thought this was was perfect. Uh, he once said, "When I'm making a film, I'm the audience," and, and that is that is perfect. I mean, a, a director's job is not to necessarily please everybody, though I think, of course, that is the the hope. That's the goal. The director's job is to make something special. It's to to make a to tell a story worth telling, and that's that's art. Art is personal. It's about making something for you, and, and of course, you should take into account audience considerations. But the biggest factor should be the passion for the person who is telling the story. The why to the story, in my opinion, the why to the story is more important than the what to the story. Why should we care? Why should we be invested? Why should we, to tie into what I said a few moments ago, why should we be be willing to pass up two hours of our time or so to watch a movie? And, and I think if a director and a storyteller can get to that 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 fundamental reason, even if it's just on, a, on an emotional level, then, then they've done their job. But but certainly, any storyteller, any creative person, should always be doing something. For themselves, you know, they 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 should be making it because they have something to say. They have something to to create, and and certainly Martin Scorsese has has done that. And I think if you look at his vast filmography, every film that he has done has sort of answered that question. That 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 he's he's not making this necessarily for a a mass commercial appeal, even though many of his films have been. Outright successful and have become, uh, you know, uh, part of a uh, part of pop culture. But he's going there to tell a story. He's going there to answer a, a question or, or address some larger theme or, or, or some societal woe. And, and that's that, that's a mark of a true artist. And so, you know, in many ways, no one does it better than uh, Scorsese. And uh, what I think a perfect way to, to close out today's show so with that everybody want to thank you as always for tuning in i'll be back next week otherwise you can catch me on fridays for they'll let the movies